and welcome to another episode of Sejinan. My name is James. And I'm Stuart. And my name is Steve. We're just three guys raising awareness around mental health. There are no professional opinions here, just us sharing our own views. Each episode we will explore different topics and challenges men face when it comes to handling their mental health. Our goal is to get people talking. Hello and welcome to Season 3 of Said Your Nan. I am joined today by uh, Mini-Me and Hello. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the little guy and the other bloke. <laughs> Great way to start an episode. Hi guys, how are you doing? How, how's it been going? Steve, how are you doing? I haven't spoken to you for a while. Yeah, not too bad actually. Um, not really. A lot's happened in the last since the last time I, I saw you. Um, just doing like the Cards Against Humanity, which you guys actually uh, did actually come along to. Uh, which actually, I think that's the last time I I saw you guys, wasn't it? Yes, with the Cards Against Humanity. Um, but other than that, not not a real great deal. Just getting ready for Christmas and all that kind of jazz. But yeah, yeah. how about yourselves? Yeah, we well, we loved the night. I've got to say, we both really enjoyed that night. And um, you know, we came and came and threw cards down and showed everybody how it was done. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was uh, it was a good night. Yeah, it was was definitely yeah. So uh, so you know, well done for that. I think that's a, that's a really good thing you got going there. And uh, wholeheartedly recommend yeah, it to anybody good. to go and attend the monthly uh, Cards Against Humanity at the uh, Catherine Wheel. You got another venue as well, haven't you, Steve? Uh, no, we uh, we did do one there, um, and it, it was it was okay. It was quite a small. Um, uh, well, I say small. We we had quite a few people go there, but um, I think it wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't really kind of something that we wanted to kind of pursue going forward. Uh, that and the fact that the <laughs> the guy that kind of hired us just just did a disappearing act uh, shortly wow. afterwards, <clears throat> um, like as in like his entire socials went completely off the radar. Um, wow. So when we tried to contact him, the landlady was like, "Oh God, no, he doesn't work here anymore." So we're like, "Oops, okay." So we thought, well, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna bother with that. So yeah, it's 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 all still at the minute. It's just uh, all just down at the Catherine Wheel. Oh well, that that was all a bit awkward. We might cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got this other great new venue. No, don't talk about the other venue. Fucking hell, awkward. No, he died. Yeah, <laughs> we murdered him. Yeah. No, I joke. We didn't really. It was an accident. Brilliant. I'm only serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant, Stu. How you doing? What you been up to? Uh, yeah, no, it's only been a, a few hours since we last spoke. As and, always, uh, since then I've climbed them. I've climbed a mountain. Had two new kids. Bought a new car. Uh, I've no, I've done any of them things. None of them. It's been a very pretty much bog standard, normal, straightforward few weeks for me. The only thing that has been a big bonus for me, and that was today, super fast broadband. Ooh. Oh, one so point... super fast pornographic yeah. material going your way then. <laughs> 1.14 gigabytes per second, megabytes per second. Ooh, awesome. Just awesome. Very good. Love it. God, you're going to be knackered. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch it that quick. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear. Yeah, it's been, no, it's been good. It's been a good couple of weeks, but um, yes. Yeah, it's that 8K porn you're downloading now, isn't it? That's it. It's the best yeah. stuff. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> We well, you know what you're joking about. You were the one that gave me the website. Well, you know, you're the only person I know that's in Ron Jeremy's fan club. <laughs> and you do, you do joke because there is a new car in your household, right? Oh, there is a new car in the household. Yes, actually, drive. Yeah, yeah. there's parked in the house. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, we did get a new car. So um, my other half sadly had an accident in her car. Um, and by accident, I mean, she didn't wear herself. She actually had a physical car accident. Um, and, uh, they wrote a car off, so she went and bought a new one. So we do have a new car, which is good, which I've driven more than her at the moment because she's getting used to driving an automatic, but I'm not complaining. It's a nice car. What car do you have? Not that I'm going to know what it is. It's an Audi TT. Oh, I know what that is. It's one of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Quite nice. It's quite nice. She deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. Not the accident, the car. <laughs> I'm not laughing at her accident. I'm laughing at what you just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they always say. I- I'm laughing that we're five minutes in and then Stu's already trying to score brownie points. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. She has to have everything oh, she, she could ever want. Absolutely watch. deserves it, yeah. Absolutely, 100%. <coughs> Kiss my ass, Elwood. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, we cool. need to talk about something today. Yeah, anyway, sorry. Let's to... let's crack on with the episode. Yeah. So it's really good to be back. Season three. Who'd have thought it? So a year ago we launched this podcast, and here we are, three seasons in in a year. And um, four listeners later. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we. I think we peaked at six at one point, <laughs> and then we, I think we probably just alienated them, so we're back to four. But that's all right. We're 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 onwards and upwards, right? We hit our one thousand mark, didn't we, this year though? So that was good. So, yeah, um, that was a that, that was a big milestone. So on Spotify, we are on all streaming platforms, but Spotify alone, we're over a thousand listeners now. So that's uh, that's really impressive. And you know, thank you to everybody that that listens and contributes. Um, so let's let's kick off season three uh, with uh, an interesting topic. So we're going to call this episode the six billion dollar nan. Insert. Funky sound insert effect. Insert what, James? Sorry, <laughs> insert what? <laughs> that, was the, that was the sound of something being inserted. And for those of you that know, you know what that sound effect was. Right? I'm not going to explain it. Right. So today's episode, we're going to be looking at uh, the effects of technology on mental health. And that's technology in terms of physical kit that people have. Um, or it could be technology in terms of apps that are used. It could be AI. It could be social media. Um, and when I say effects on uh, mental health, it could be for the negative or the positive, because I think there is a, a mix of both. Well, I'd like to talk about the negative because I'm just a miserable bastard. So, Are we picking sides? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be the, I'll be the perineum then, okay? Absolutely. Okay, so uh, do you have any? Do you have any like any kind of stats or anything for 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 it or? 
Oh, here we go. I, I have to produce the stats, do I? Oh, all right. Okay. Well, well, the stat well, man. I mean, I da, 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 da. Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> um, I do. I do have some information because that's, that's what I do, right? So I went and did some research and there's not that many studies pertaining to particularly men's mental health when it comes to the use of technology. But there is a fair bit of information out there around... Um, general mental health and well-being with technology so um you know key would you say it was overall from what you saw was the overall positive or do you think it was quite an even bag or no i mean a lot of the studies are focused around the negative um and i guess that's ultimately a lot of the time why studies are commissioned right to look at at negative impacts on things it's you know i I can't imagine i can't remember the last time i read anything but we commissioned this study to look on the positivity of being broken and alcoholic you know well yeah i suppose yeah yeah so um there's when you look at the so there was a a study done by the citizens advocate society right and we'll post a link in the show notes as we always do uh use of technology has been linked to a range of mental health issues including anxiety depression and sleep disorders uh, the constant barrage of notifications and the pressure to stay connected can lead people to feel overwhelmed and burnt out uh, social media use uh, has also been associated with a high risk of developing depression and anxiety, as well as decreased self-esteem and body image issues. Uh, spending more time on social media uh, and interactions and less time on in-person connections can lead to feeling of isolation, which can impact mental well-being. And I think that's that's the world we live in, and particularly for me having you know teenage children that's certainly the world that they live in and with the the best will in the world of me to not have them behave like that it still creeps in well, you won't it's stop it that's the thing i'll go on go ask you i'm just gonna say you won't stop it that's what i said just it's one of those things where if you alienate your kids from using social media then you're putting them at risk of a similar or a different type of bullying aren't you or a different kind of depression or anxiety or stress that they're going to get so you, you can't win with it and you just it's just really tough to police and and work out i think we were because so we're like we were the last generation to be growing up without internet without phones you know do you remember the day when you would just go to the toilet to have a shit and you were just having a shit like you weren't taking your phone in there and spending 45 minutes looking at stuff on Instagram or whatever. And I think that's the thing now, like you've just said, all these things, it becomes a, an addiction without you even realizing it's an addiction. And I think with kids, it's just the way they've been brought, like it's, it's no fault of their own. It's just the way in which society is now where everyone's got a, a phone like yep. attached to their hand. Um, and I think that's that's it's quite sad, really, when you think about it. But then, I suppose we 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 can look at it from what it was like before. Whereas the kids now, they can't even imagine it. I would imagine, you know, to yeah, not you have can't, a phone. You, you couldn't take your Amiga or your Atari to the toilet with you, could you? Or your Mega, Mega <laughs> I mean, Drive? You could, it'd be a bit weird. <laughs> you could take your Game Boy. <laughs> you could do yeah. Game Boy was probably the closest. Game Boy, Game Gear, something like that. That's probably the best we had towards. Sort well, no, no, no point in a game gear, mate. Your shit would be six minutes long because that's how long the batteries lasted in it. 
That's what I was going to say. You wouldn't even get anywhere with it. It's a really long extension cable. Yeah. <laughs> you see, that's the height of technology when we were kids. Yeah. You know, it was a Game Gear where you could have like the, you know, you could have like the 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 converter at the top to turn it into TV. Like that was our idea of like, oh my god, this is amazing. The thought of like that, what the kids have got now, if back then would have just been mad. You would never have believed it. No, absolutely. I, I remember, and this is a this is a blast from the past, right? So there used to be this little computer game shop down Alpington High Street where Steve and I grew up, uh, called CLC's Computer Leisure Centre, right? I remember going in there one day with my nan when I was out shopping, and I, I don't, I'd have to look up how old I was, but uh, and they just got the arcade machine of Mortal Kombat Two in, right? Nice. And I ran all the way back to my nan's house to use her landline to ring Steve up at his home and tell him they had it in there. Where we both rushed back down there to play it. I I remember that, and then I didn't put enough money in. I ended up. Uh, using someone else's 50p because they were going to play a game with me and then he was like you just use my credit and it's like shit <laughs> yep yep <coughs> yeah the things uh, you do for gaming and it, and would it but you know again i saw a meme recently online and it was uh you know it was a photo with a load of bikes on the floor and it was like the the thing was you know that's how our generation, how you knew where your mates were. You'd go out for a ride on your bike and you'd see all your mates' bikes stashed outside somebody's house and you'd go, okay, we're all in there today. You know, that was the that was the way it was. I, I mean, I, I remember having a conversation with uh, someone who was like in their late teens, early 20s with, in one of my last jobs. And um, she, oh, she had a very annoying voice, so I won't tell you her actual name. But like she would, we were talking about... Um, exactly what you've just said there about you know what it was like when we were growing up and what we would do if we were all meeting up and she was like so like if you're gonna like meet up a weekend what would you how would you do that without a phone and i was like well what you'd do is you'd ring up your mate's house you would then ask to speak to them they'd come running down the stairs you'd arrange to meet and then you'd have to actually honor it and turn up on the time and day you told you would and she was like, but what if you couldn't make it? Like, how would you do that? And I was like, well, you just turn up. And if your mate don't turn up, then you wait for half an hour and then go home because you obviously can't, you know, something's happened. And it was just the thought that there was no no ability there to kind of figure out how you would live your life. Well, you, you <laughs> forgot a very important point, right? So when you, you had to ring your mates up, you had to wait till after 7 p.m., right? because that that's when the cheap phone calls kicked in and also you you can't be ringing up when people are eating dinner no no that's true that's true yeah yeah absolutely um but like i think it was stuart might have been you and i talking the other day about you know when you were out and about as a kid and you didn't have a mobile phone how'd you get in touch with your parents you got you know you'd have to go to the local phone box and uh you know you'd then either get into you'd have 10p in your pocket to make a phone call or you'd be doing a reverse call yeah. And then you'd be um, sitting there going, I've got I've got ten P. I either buy ten penny sweets, which you can't get nowadays, or I phone my parents. I mean I'd yeah. be penny sweets all the way. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck or- mum being knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> I want those what are they blackjacks and bloody fruit whatever they called, fruit salads. Yes, please. What demographic are we looking at? My demographic. I'm older than both of you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Back in the 1960s. Yeah. Oh, I'm 
Good. Yeah, that's right. Just just get your ration book out and, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> see, I remember being a kid and I was probably out with you, Steve, at the time because we used to hang out a lot. And it'd be like, you didn't have a watch. And it was like, you knew you had to be home by like, you know, six o'clock. It was like, crap, I need to know the time. You just have to run to a phone box and you ring 192 for direct inquiries and just ask them what the time was. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah amount of times we used to do that yeah. i bet they thought oh for fuck's yeah. sake here we it's go it's him again <laughs> <laughs> or you would come home when the lights come on like the street lights. yes um and you were at home otherwise you'd get into shit yeah but then the thing is is like again like you you would go home and now when you think about it and you actually think what did we used to do like when we, when we got home as kids like you would either have to just watch telly or play on a Mega Drive or a Super Nintendo or whatever you've got at the time or do something else to occupy your time. There was there was none of this kind of like sitting on a on a phone for five hours looking at funny cat videos. So now when you look back on it and you think, Jesus. But then I suppose, I, I don't know if it's easy to say, I suppose like back then, I suppose you people would get body issues you mentioned earlier about how how like kind of self-confidence and, and and all that lot has been taking a hit with social media and stuff yeah. like that <clears throat> i suppose back then the only way you would have had any of that is if you were reading like the smash hits or or, or you know magazines with models in it and stuff where you would look at these people and think oh god why don't i look like that it's nowhere near like it is now where every single thing has got a filter yeah. Um. And so that can't be that, and that in and on itself isn't good for people. Like I was talking earlier about how I'm going to go with the negative, like that kind of stuff is is not healthy. I mean, you can have a photograph taken of somebody, and they'll take a hundred photos, delete most of them, and then just filter it to with an inch of its life, and everyone thinks that's what they look like, and then you get unrealistic expectations of people, both men and women. Um, and then you meet them face to face, and they're Gorlock the Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can relate to this. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you're right. I mean, yeah, as a, as a as a young lad growing up, I mean, I used to. My parents used to go and buy me like FHM magazine, right? You know, and uh, that was your that was your insight into the world, reading the articles in there and stuff. You know, didn't didn't have internet at home back in those days either. I mean, and when when I did get it. I was probably in my late teens and it was a dial-up modem, which was about as useful as a chocolate teapot. Um, <laughs> and I had no, ugh, put my teeth back in, an 0800 ISP, right? So that back in those days, it used to have to dial and you couldn't use the phone at the same time. And it was even better because if you could get an 0800 ISP, it was free, free internet. Yeah. But then the problem with that is every time you'd ring it, you'd do the modem and it'd be like, and you just get the engaged tone. Doing it for ages until you finally get on, and then it's just like, yeah, see, kids today they don't know the struggle. No, well, you were the dog's bollocks, mate. You nicked your neighbour's. Um, uh, oh yeah, I did. What was it? Um, not. Um, what was it? What it, it was, was it? Wild. ISDN. ISDN. That was the, the technical yeah. frame name for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he he kind of like um, he kind of put a wire through from his house to ours, which was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, those were the good old days. Well, I say that not really. It was there was fucking awful for anything to do <laughs> on the internet. Chat rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, we you know, chat rooms are still a problem nowadays. Probably more um, so. I must have just been an ugly child. That's all I can say. Nobody ever tried to take me away. Um, but... <laughs> Fucking tumbleweed blew past then, Jesus. No one cares, Steve. He left the gap so we'd go, no, no, Steve. No. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, we were deadly quiet. If you don't record it in later, fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Pity party, table for one. (laughs) That little sort of violin sound playing in the background. Yeah, don't be don't be promising these things. Then not giving them to me. Like you have technology, you have access to technology. Use it for a good thing. Oh, we almost okay. you almost verged on the six million dollar man intro. Then we have technology. We can make him better. You have the capability to make me a sad case. Yeah. <laughs> um, let, let's let, but let's touch on the positive side right before we end up down the the rabbit hole mm. even further. So it can provide a sense of community and support. Um, particularly for those uh, who may not have access to it otherwise. So, you know, can't leave their homes and things due to disabilities or incapacity. Um, And it's also been an important resource for individuals seeking mental health support, particularly during the pandemic and being able to contact people um, Mm. and allowed for greater access to mental health services in rural areas. So where there's not counselling services locally, being able to speak to talking therapies online. So I think... Certainly during the pandemic, technology really did excel in that area. You look at um, during the first lockdown and and Zoom made a big step forward. And then, Mm. you know, I think it's more dead now and Teams has led the way. But that was kind of your your way of communicating, where you're socialising with people. I mean, I was certainly for me living 50 plus miles away from my folks, having to talk to them on uh, FaceTime calls and having my iPad plugged yeah. into the telly so we could uh, could see him and chat, you know. Um, Definitely keeps you connected, doesn't it? That's the one thing that really is a big a big plus or a big positive of social media is it will keep you connected with those that are from a distance. I'll tell you a small story. So little story, I hope it's only a small story, but perfect example of um, how social media does good is when my, um, when my nan... Uh, in, well, probably in her 20s maybe she had a daughter um, one of her first daughters but due to um, the way that life was back then she wasn't able to live in the house they were in if they had more than two kids uh, so she had to give one of the kids up so she gave up uh, one of her kids to her husband's sister so her sister-in-law now it's been 60 maybe years 60 65 years from that moment till probably the last couple of years and facebook in its infinite wisdom was able to identify find and locate my mum's lost sister um, so it was yeah. it was really and they're, and they're really close so like they you know they've, they've developed a relationship they you know they, they visit each other she lives in morecambe halfway up the country well two-thirds of the country um but you know that's a whole side of the family that none of us knew we had and it's all crazy, because we were able like, to get hold of them, yeah. You think like if that had been, if that had happened like you know twenty thirty years ago, you well obviously haven't found them for that amount of time. So you know you do have it is crazy that the things that you can do um, and what is out there 
for for kind of connection. Like you say, I do think internet and uh, social media and stuff is good when it comes to people who are lonely as well. Because like you say, sometimes people have like issues or it comes to actually going out uh, and anxiety, social anxieties and stuff and going out, seeing people and, and doing stuff like that. They can't face that. But like conversing over a screen or, you know, or something like that is a lot easier, which then again, uh, offers a lifeline to people that otherwise it wouldn't be available if that wasn't there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, totally agree. Totally. I think it also helps as well when it comes to like what you were saying earlier about support networks. Sometimes people don't want to just ring up a telephone number and say, oh, yeah, I need this and speak to somebody because that's still too much to do. So being able to look online to find these things is is great. Mm. Um, totally agree. <clears throat> yeah. So um, interestingly, there's, a, there's an interesting study um, done by McKinsey Group. Um, who Stuart and I have had dealings with on a professional level before, which is uh, yes, we have. is interesting. And they did a they did a study um, looking at the uh, impact on tech tech and social media. And actually, it was Gen Z um, that actually came worse off from this Remind study. Which... Do you know, I just had to look it up because there's there's different um, depending on where you look, there's different views on when where gen gen z sits so in theory a gen z is anybody born between 1997 and 2012 oh god so uh why would they be most affected uh so just just for clarity i think the three of us fall into what they class as gen x are um, we? Because I thought we were millennials. Well, I hang on. Were, uh, yeah. Stuart, maybe not. I thought he was a baby boomer. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought um, yourself and I fell into millennials as it was like between 1980 and 1990 something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Gen X ends on 1980, 1965 to 1980. It, it depends general. where you look, yeah. right? So millennials is 1981 yeah. to 1996. However, some studies actually have uh, millennials as 1983 to 1996. So I would fall out of that. I would be a, a Gen Xer. Oh, well, then I'd be a millennial because I was 83. Ah. <laughs> I just want to punch myself in the face. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're that arsehole demographic, yeah? I'm the arsehole demographic. I mean, you know, if the shoe fits. Yeah. (laughs) The shoe has never fit my arsehole, just so you know. (laughs) No comment. This is why you're not allowed in Clarks anymore. (laughs) Exactly. I've been banned. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, I, sorry. No, I, I am definitely a generation. I'm definitely a generation X. You're probably depending, like say, James, where you say is either yeah. just on the back end of Generation X coming in the millennial, and Stevie A, Mister Millennial. <laughs> so why would why was Gen Z most affected? So back to this, right? So th- this survey was actually forty two thousand people across twenty six countries. So it was a massive, massive uh, survey. So looking at some oh, yeah. of the. Um, impact so uh in terms of responses for poor mental health uh social and spiritual health compared to other generations gen z came off worse so 18 percent of the respondents said that their mental health was suffering due to social media um 
social health, it was 14%, spiritual health, whatever the fuck that means, 14%, and physical health, 11%. So they were the worst in all of those categories. Um, Do you think it's because they've been grown up with nothing but social media? So it it basically, they don't know anything else other than that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, potentially. I think they're they're also the ones that come out as social media habits so 35% of the respondents admitted to spending more than 2 hours a day on social media again that's the highest so that's number like TikTok yeah like yeah that. yeah 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 oh. it's big big numbers although the other side of it is by generation they uh they reported that 32% of the respondents reported a positive effect of social media and 27% said it had a negative effect. So in, you know, from a Gen Z point of view, they, they think it's a, it's a beneficial thing. So within that Gen Z thing, what are the, was there a particular kind of age bracket that was more affected than another? For which one? Well, for Gen Z, because I don't, they wouldn't all be the same age. Would they? No, they've just grouped them together as Gen Z. So it's anybody within oh, that right. demographic. We'll post the link in the show notes. It's a massive, massive study. So take you a little while to read through it. But there's some really interesting stats in there. Um, would you have wanted this? If like at that, so at like like it is now, would you have wanted it to be like this when we were growing up? No, because I lived through what we had. I think the, the difference is, and I can see it from my kids, right? The difference is it's the, it's the FOMO effect. Right. So, you know, all the mates have phones and are connected on social media and playing this game or doing this. And, you know, if, if you, you withhold uh, technology from your, your child, you almost, I've, well, certainly for me as a parent, I would feel like I was restricting their... Uh, access to their friend groups and th- the activities they were going through and is that a fair thing to do or not i guess it depends on the reason why you would be uh you know revoking it or or limiting it i suppose if you i guess it's it's easy for me to say i'm not a parent but like i guess i suppose it's one of them things if it becomes a situation where if you're all sat in a room and everyone's on their phone and no one's talking to each other. I suppose that would be a situation where I guess you could say, well, look, I don't mind you all chatting and stuff, but we're going to have at least an hour or two hours of family time or or whatever. Because I've got to say, for me personally, even now, like there are times where like um, I've been with my other half and we've gone to his sister's house and then you just look up and everybody's on their phone just for even if it's for like like five ten minutes but everyone's on their phone and no one's talking yep and that's the kind of stuff that i kind of don't like and that's, that's actually got an actual it's got a i think it's called fubbing right that's an actual term which means like uh, i think it's called fubbing like um it's where like if you're with somebody and they're just on their phone and they're not even looking at you or they're just t- look on their phone the whole time and they're ignoring you because of that it's got an actual term see this is the thing technology has done things like this where you need um, phrases like fubbing. That's an interesting James one. Just googling it, you can hear I, it, can't you? Well, I was I just. People <laughs> going... <laughs> um, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually going to correct you. I'm sorry, right? So, <laughs> Urban Dictionary, right? Fubbing. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? <laughs> <Go on. laughs> 
Jesus. The act of sticking a finger up someone's bum during sex, either with their express request, reluctant permission, or more amusingly, completely out the blue. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, well, scratch that. I might have to, uh... Well, that's, prob- that's probably part of what they're doing. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It actually, it actually, I'm just looking on here. So I was looking at... Um... Side post. It says, Fubbing studies finds ignoring others with your phone is linked to increased anxiety and depression. So it, 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 there is obviously another term, not just sticking your finger up someone's arse, either with or without consent. Although consent would be the approved way. Just, Absolutely. You know, yeah. Obviously, yes. Consent all the time. Jesus. <clears throat> But yeah, no. Apparently, that it is P H U B B I N G. Oh, P H. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the problem is James went straight for Urban Dictionary. That's what went wrong. wrong. <laughs> the first study involves 576 subjects between the ages of 18 and 76, who uh, are completed on the general scale of fubbing. Um, the second study has 510 participants between 18 to 58, and both studies assess subjects. Um, basically showing the results that when they're ignored whilst people are looking at their phone or being ignored by someone on their phone, it uh, increases anxiety, depression, hostility, and negative self-worth. Um, so there you go. So that's that's where I would say probably limiting your kids or family members' uh, phone time would be a good thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always, I've always thought that. I think that's – I think the one the – one slightly good thing about having technology in terms of controlling your kids is the moment you say if you don't stop doing that that is going to be taken away all of a sudden you find a very very well-behaved child for a few minutes <laughs> mind you no different to me growing up you know apart from the odd clip around the ear it was that it was that threat of losing stuff you know so yeah your mega drive that's mm-hmm. coming out your bedroom you know absolutely yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's the thing though isn't it like i think you know it's all it's all about within moderation i suppose i think that the 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 sad thing is that like i guess this must be a worry for you guys as parents is that like how they i mean it's good that they have access to their friends and what have you but do you not worry that they'll there's the risk that they would rely on the online friendships rather than actually developing proper interpersonal skills obviously if everyone's looking over I suppose like the, the the pandemic didn't help a load of people either because obviously uh, that's the downside to it is that everyone was on screens and not in face to face. Do you not think that, or do you worry that that might be? I um, that could... well, well, interestingly, I'm I'm and you know I'm going to say because I don't really care. Um, I'm having this ongoing dialogue with my eldest at the moment, right? And I'm actually very oh. tired and very grumpy today because he was up till gone three thirty this morning chatting to his mates online. Um, now this conversation has been had multiple times with him, you know, as a, as a 17 year old lad, you try and give them some, uh, air of responsibility on the actions they take. So, you know, at 17 now, I don't have any restrictions on his phone. Like I used to have when he was younger, um, and bits and pieces. He thinks it's acceptable to be sitting up chatting to his mates online at three 30 in the morning. Um, but the other side of that is he'll quite regularly, you know, come and tell me or me or my wife, you know, that he's not feeling great and, uh, you know, he's got a really bad headache and stuff. And it's because 
he spends his life with his phone glued in front of his face scrolling you know and it's you've got to wonder what the long-term effects are of uh, you know to the the chemical makeup in your brain of of that kind of exposure to particularly to the light and stuff at that time of night you know having those bright light in your face it it stimulates the brain um and i think you know the the other side of it is you know as as you probably know you know my my oldest has had a, a speech and language challenge for for most of his life so for him talking online is a lot easier than interpersonal skills because he doesn't have yeah, yeah. have the challenges of having that st- speech impediment so I, I totally support that um yeah but there's got to be that balance and you know i if if my son's doing it i'm sure you know there's millions thousands of other teenagers doing exactly the same thing and it worries the hell out of me because it's 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 forming a destructive behavior there's going to be a whole generation of adults that literally just sit in a room and talk to each other via a screen rather than physically talking to a person yep that's that's the scary thing like everything will be done online Hmm. what about you Stu because I guess your daughter's a bit younger so are you worried about that kind of thing creeping in or yeah I'm definitely worried about what is a is out there especially you know doesn't really matters really too much but with but with her being a girl as well i mean i think you know it can be quite predatory on the internet can't it generally and i think that's some of the things i tend to worry about so i think you know what, what what's gonna what, what's she gonna get caught up in how long she's gonna spend on that phone and she'll regularly come and spend some time with me um and she'll just sit on the phone either looking at instagram or chatting to her friends i mean she's it doesn't affect her in any way. I'll ask her to put it down. She'll put it down. It's not really a major problem. But I think as she gets older, because she's, she's 12, as she gets older and the phone becomes a little bit more um, used in friend groups, it's going to get worse. And it's tough to try and keep hold of it. I mean, with the other two girls, I mean, with my stepkids, a bit different because they're eight and five. So they don't really have, well, they don't have phones, the, you know, my iPad and a tablet and that. But um, the screen time is minimal. So at the moment that's not a problem but again as they get older they're going to get into friends groups they're going to spend time using the mobile phones more and they are younger so it's going to be even more used for them i think as it as we I move mean, on but just imagine if we all had this when we were growing up we would be doing exactly the same thing that they're doing absolutely of course we would Yep. And it's and yep. it's crazy to think that like where's it going to be in because well technology has come along and and like social media has has pretty much come out of nowhere I reckon within the last like fifteen twenty years it is so much more advanced now especially with AI and all that kind of jazz you know you think what it's going to be like when what you say then when the eight year olds uh, are kind of like our age it's going to be crazy like mm. everything will be channeled into their brain yeah. Well, you watch the film. You, you must have all seen the Disney film Wally, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at that as a as a prime example. You know, the human race ends up on a cruise ship floating in space somewhere. They're all ob- obese people floating around in chairs because they don't have to move. They can just sit there. The food gets delivered to them. They get all the information on a screen in front of them. That's probably that's what's going to end up in some. You know, yeah, well, it, it, we're getting there. Yeah, that's now. We? Look at it. Yeah, yeah look at it. Yeah. Just just eat. Or Deliveroo with a TV screen with Netflix. You know, you're having your food delivered to you at your home. Everything's automated now. It's, you know, 
most of the stuff that I would I would much rather go to a Weatherspoons and order food on an app than I would walk up to the bar and order drinks and food from a bar. So everything's becoming automated. Everything's becoming more simple. It's maybe becoming lazier as well. Um, I mean, but yeah. Well, now we've got things like Just Eat and stuff. Think of all those Chinese restaurants that don't need to have their t- TV on now. I mean, they, never had, they never had the sound on. Now they haven't got to put the bloody telly on because no one goes in there to collect their stuff anymore. No, absolutely. Abs- or if the and menu sellotape to the counter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the one bugger that would be sat there reading the subtitles. Yes. <laughs> I think they're the, they're the little things that I think people will miss out on, like the you know the little kind of interactions you get, you know, and maybe the little judgmental looks when you're in there three times a week. But like other than that, you know, you don't really kind of get that on on Just Eat. Um, but I suppose in a way, it's kind of like that's just the way. To, like I know we we moan about it, and and you know, and it's, it is a, it, there are genuine like concerns and how things are going and what have you, but. I suppose it's it's one of them things that it's it's going to happen whether we want whether we agree or we don't agree. All this technology stuff, unless one day there's a massive solar storm that knocks out the internet, all of this is going to continue going on, and you, you know your kids and your kids' kids will be facing the same issues, and it's crazy, really. It's I suppose it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Social media and and technology. Well, it is, and I, I guess you look at. Like, you know, I've been watching some of the videos around, like, the new uh, Meta Quest 3 headset that's just been released. That's the kind of, it's not complete VR, so it's got the cameras on the front, so you can, you know, see what's around you. And that that's a real game changer, because I, I think it's got some real positive benefits, right? So one of the concept videos is somebody learning to play the piano. So they'll sit in front of the piano in their house, and the keys will light up to the song so they know which ones to press um oh nice so there's some really clever stuff like that so like there's another guy who's sitting there working from home and he's got his laptop in front of him which is plugged into the meta but then he's got two 50 inch screens like that are inside the vr environment in front of him that he can use as extra displays um and they'll have another screen there that's got netflix on that he can just virtually move wherever he is in the room you know so i think it's got more benefit but again it just drives that behaviour of I'm going to stay in my house. I'm going to stay locked in this room. I'm not going to go out there and get fresh air and go and enjoy myself. Um, that coupled with the improvements in robotics. I don't know if you know, there's a, there's a company called Boston Dynamics. I don't know if you've ever yeah, seen any I've of their videos. That. And, you know, yeah. if you look at their videos over the last five years, how far their robots have gone in the last five years. Yeah. Well, have you seen that? I can't think what it is. There's a... Um... I can't think of her name. She's a, she's an AI robot. She's all got she's got like grey rubbery skin and stuff like that. And she was on Good Carol Morning. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like Cynthia or something. Her name is yeah. But like, there's like that's all AI. Yeah. And like they're asking questions, and obviously people are just goading it and stuff like that. Uh, and you just think like where AI is now, what we know. This is kind of bordering in the realms of conspiracy theory now, so bear with. But like, you think what we see as the general Joe public, that will be the ice, the tip of the iceberg of what is actually available to, you know, that is out there. Um, yeah. You know, in, in governments and stuff like that. Like, for example, you see that one where they, they had those two AIs 
where they were they had to turn them off because they started talking to each other in their own language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. And they're all like, "Fuck that shit." Yeah, in Terminator. But even in its most simplistic form, right? So Google have got a new feature on their new uh, voice assistant on the Pixel Eight Pro, where the the woman on the video goes to it. Uh, okay, Google, can you make me a uh, hair appointment for next Thursday, please? And so the AI goes off, it rings the hairdressers, it holds a conversation with the receptionist to book the appointment. Like, you can hear it all going on. So it goes, you know, such, such hairdressers, and it goes, yeah, hello, I'd like to book an appointment for next Thursday, please. And it goes, no problem. What, these are the times we've got available. What do you want? So this time, please. And can I take a name? And it gives all the information. And then it comes back and goes, I've booked your appointment. It's been added to your diary. Is that the one where it, they've actually added things like ers and ums yep, whilst yep. it actually it, it con, it's looking at what is being said? Yeah, yeah. So the person at the end of the phone had no idea they were talking to an AI. Mate, this is why I say thank you to Alexa, because if they all become alive and they all kind of try and enslave the human race, I'll be like, mate, I said thank you to you every <laughs> single time I asked for something. So don't you be murdering me. <laughs> it, is, it is scary. It, is. it just goes to show like things like like how real some things actually are and some things that that you can do like that thing i showed you earlier on james oh where... steady <laughs> <laughs> not that you cheeky little minx no i'll talk about the like that thing i did with the with the joker yes so yeah. i did this thing Stuart, where um so i've got this software where i can change my voice to sound or change a voice to sound like uh, if providing I've got the voice model to sound like somebody else. Um, so, so it's crazy when you think, like you say, you have that, that AI ringing up the, the hairdresser. Um, it's only a matter of time before people can do that in a different voice. Mm. And before you know it, you're having a conversation with somebody pretending to be somebody when it's not them at all. Well, if, Look, well, we're, now we're kind of coming over to the end of the episode now, but there was, and I don't want to freak anyone out who's got kids, but there was a story in the US where a mother got a phone call from her daughter and the daughter was saying, mum, I've been taken by somebody. They want some money um, and they need you to pay them or they're going to keep me. Don't call the police. He was absolutely adamant it was her daughter. Absolutely 100% it was her daughter. And the the people that were doing this were using AI of her daughter's voice to create that. Her daughter was at school and knew nothing That's of it. That's creepy. And it, it's got to that point. If it wasn't for the fact that she texted her daughter, just as, you know, and I can't remember what the, the logic was behind it, but if she hadn't texted her, she'd gone, oh, fine, I'm okay, what are you about? Or it might have been that the daughter te- happened to text her at some sort of low, close point. But I just thought it was crazy. You just think, that, was, that scares the shit out of me, the absolute shit out of me, that you can get a phone call from somebody pretending to be a loved one to try and extort shit out of you or to cause pain it is so horrible it, it's actually one of the accessibility features on the latest iphone you can you can teach it your voice it gives you i think it's 150 phrases to say and it records your voice and from those 150 random phrases it can synthesize your voice exactly <clears throat> oh, shit. have you done it no i haven't done it no 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 
But 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 to Stu's point, you know, remember that people. If you're if you're one of these parents that lets their kid have a YouTube channel and they post videos of them playing with their toys and that kind of stuff, because there's millions of them out there. My my daughter watches them. You know, um, just remember that someone could take the audio from that, synthesize the voice. So the the point is always check first. Always check. Yeah. Yeah. yeah always check first. Um, anyway, so before we wrap, I've got five points I want to talk about quickly that are around striking the balance. So trying to manage the impact of technology on your mental health, because I think these are important. So number one, set boundaries, right? So I think we all know this. We're not necessarily good at doing it. So establish limits on screen time, particularly before bed to improve your sleep quality. So for me, I've got in the habit now of at least half an hour before I go to bed, I've got my phone, it goes to uh, sleep mode, I don't get any notifications, it goes on charge, and I just have half an hour before I go to bed where I've not got that light in my face. Um, unplug, so take regular breaks from technology to reduce stress and improve mental clarity. So find activities that are tech-free, such as walking or reading. So I'm not necessarily tech-free, but I will certainly go out for a walk every day, and I'll normally stick headphones on and listen to an audio book while I'm doing it um because that's a great way of just no. oh. <laughs> carry on sorry <laughs> inside some, joke steve sorry some, some people will get it some won't okay that's fine i'll just be you know in the yeah. fifth wheel to this thing that's fine uh, third wheel technically but you know um well, that's a trike that still works it depends um <laughs> practice mindful use so uh be intentional about your technology use and consider specific goals for your time spent online, such as checking email or social media at designated times. So, you know, have a purpose when you go online. Don't just, you know, I've got nothing to do. I'm bored. I'm going to go and scroll TikTok for 50 hours and send all my mates dodgy videos. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, That's keep all right. Them. Yeah, yeah, keep sending them. Gives us, gives us something to do. <laughs> Uh, four, seek out in-person connections. So prioritise face-to-face interactions with family and friends and colleagues and engage in social activities that do not involve technology. So try and get back to that, going down the pub and actually, you know, everybody have a pact that you're going to keep your phones in your pockets unless it's an emergency. Um and number five, seek help when needed. So uh if technology use is impacting your mental health, seek support. We'll have some stuff to stick in the show notes, I guess, as well, won't we, James? So, yeah, yeah, all of my research, I'll stick all the links in a bits and pieces, as well as links to any any support that's out there. The usual, the usual uh, charities are available that have got crisis lines and stuff, but uh, it'll all be in the show notes for everybody that needs it. So, uh, um, right. So, with that said, gentlemen, should we finish the, uh, the episode on a on a joke? Go for it. Have Go you got on one in. ready for us? What have you got? Fuck me again, it's thrown back in my face. Oh, you started it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right, so, well, it's not so much a go- joke, right? This is a story that I read in the newspaper the other day, and it did make me chuckle. Right, so, um, there was a young lad uh, that was born um, abroad in the country, and he didn't have any eyelids. <laughs> Jesus, joke, laughing at that already, right? Didn't have any eyelids. So, um, the doctors came up with a solution that they could uh, basically transplant his foreskin and use that as eyelids because the, the texture of the skin is exactly the same. 
Um, and I thought that was amazing. I mean, really, really impressive use of uh, of ingenuity and technology. So they, they did the operation and it was a complete success uh, with the exception of the kid being a little bit cockeyed. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it might be bad, but you fucking laughed at it. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Anyway, Steve, as you're the guests, as always, you get to go second. Oh, you see, this is the thing. So I have jokes, but then I'm all like, I can't we I can't really you can't really use the jokes that I would say because they're all dirty. Um I'll just, okay. just get it out. God. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I I'll tell you the joke offline. Um so uh my best friend passed away recently. Uh, grieving before his grave I said bro I really miss you my wife's been pregnant for eight months now how about you reincarnate as my child one month later my wife gave birth to a big boy as my child grew older each day I realized he looked more and more like my best friend I'm really happy that my prayer worked <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, <dear. laughs> what did he die of Oh God, um, I can't really say the the coroner's report hasn't come out yet. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Go on then, Mister. I'll come last, <laughs> as always. Um, so, husband and wife were chatting to each other, and the husband goes to the wife. I bet you, you cannot tell me something that will make me both happy and sad at the same time. Oh. She thinks about it for a small moment and then responds. Your penis is much bigger than your brother's. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, I know that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, another excellent episode. Great start to season three. Thanks, as always, Steve, for joining. Always a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you very much. For... Don't... Were you a pleasure to have me? Yeah. No, that's, that, that, that's why I, yeah, I kind of started a little bit there because I thought I just realised it was a pleasure to have you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pleasure was all yours. Um... Apparently, I've never had you, just to clear that up. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Thank you very much. Yes. I always enjoy coming on because it's uh, it's always a good laugh. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, thanks for thanks for. Having I, me I was going to say, don't fucking thank him. He's part of the furniture now. We keep, a, we keep asking day. him to leave, but he won't go. <laughs> well, <coughs> welcome. <laughs> now, hang around, Steve. It's always good fun. Definitely. And on that bombshell, right, so next episode, uh, we're going to do a little Christmas special. And we're going to have a bit of fun. So uh, Steve's back with us again next time round, And uh, we're going to cover off Christmas, although we, we did Christmas in detail last year, so um, I'll, I'll divert everybody back to our special last year. We're going to have a little bit of fun and we're just going to tell some gags, I think, for the next uh, the next episode. So, uh, if you like dirty jokes, feel free to join us and have a listen and have a bit of a laugh um, on the run-up to Christmas. Perfect. Lovely. Excellent. Well, again, thanks for joining everyone and we shall see you next time. See you next time. Bye.
Thank you for joining us today. We would really love to hear from you with comments and suggestions. So you can reach out to us via email at sedjournan at onthemend.org.uk or find us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok with the handle at sedjournan. You can also locate us on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching sedjournan. If you would like to donate to the On The Men charity, please feel free to buy us a coffee. The link can be found in our show notes.